widespread suicide bombings in the Middle East for the last few days, and the beeper he wore in his pocket weighed heavier than normal. He hadn't noticed her sweater-strangled breasts hovering mere inches from his face. Sir, Arif Hill, she repeated. He turned toward the sound, quick and abrupt. He nearly nosed her breasts. The longer strands of his beard pricked the loose wool of her top. He nodded and tipped his cup toward her, smiled. He had a good smile, deep dimples on both cheeks. Please. The dimples were a strong peace offering. She smiled back and poured. Cream? He nodded. Thank you. She held her smile longer for him than she did for most customers. She poured from a small silver creamer and stopped when he cut the air with his fingers. He thanked her again, and she had probably just started staring through his beard, recognizing the handsome face buried beneath it, when an older couple seated at another table called her over. An old woman held her white coffee cup in the air with arthritic fingers, while her husband sat across from her, asleep, with his head in a book. The old woman looked like she wouldn't be able to hold the cup up much longer, so the waitress backpedaled quickly over to the old couple, running her fingers through her hair. She kept her eyes on Shaw as she moved, and he watched her while he blew waves in his coffee, the tattoos on his wrists freed and visible from his sleeves. His lips hovered over the rim of the cup, and he mouthed her name. Stephanie. Stephanie. He watched her pour for the old woman and liked the way she rested her hand gently on the old woman's brittle shoulder. He could see her smooth hand and the fragile, delicate wrist emerging from the sweater she'd rolled up to pour the coffee. A leather bracelet emerged on her wrist, and he wondered who'd given it to her. A family member or friend, maybe. Another man. She probably hadn't seen Shaw's fingernails, stained with gun oil, but she might have learned to love that about him. The news continued blaring in the background, but he was too busy counting strands of the blonde hair cinched into her ponytail to care. And she might have started noticing something in him beyond what everyone else in the shop could see. A tall blonde guy with a wild beard and large back muscles shifting beneath a trim blue sweater that hugged his chest and waist. And then the beeper in his pocket rumbled. He took it out, and black stars filled the screen with a minus two. He let out a breath. The stars meant rush, two hours to get back to base, and it was October 2nd, which meant he owed Hagen fifty. Hagen bet on the first week in October and Shaw the second. He opened his wallet and fingered the fifty he now owed Hagen and the five that would cover the coffee. He'd just thought of asking the waitress for her phone number when the beeper went off. It was pointless now. He'd be leaving in hours. So he stood up and made sure to catch her eye when he did. He waited for her to turn away from the old couple's table, and when she did, her blonde hair caught the sunlight. For just a moment, he let himself think of what it might look like lying next to him on the grass of a farm in the summertime, a baby on the way maybe two or three others further down the lifeline. Then he smiled at her, held the fifty up in his hand, 
and left it on the table for her. He'd tell Hagen to shove it. Hagen would be upset only for as long as it took him to talk about the girl he was with the night before. Huge tits, Hagen said. He was smiling wide and appeared to be quite in love with himself. Shaw thought he might have forgotten their bet entirely. The youngest guy in the team, Hagen had a round, doughy face, but carried nothing but muscle on his frame. Dressed in cargo pants and utility shirt like everyone else, he had flecks of dip stuck in his bottom teeth, and his lower lip bulged with the brown flakes of tobacco. He stood propped in the doorway leading to the pit, his hands flexed around invisible breasts he'd given himself, and was rocking back and forth on his heels. He looked like a hulking, giddy idiot, a middle school pervert. Huge!